This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hello, my star children. I hope that you guys are all doing really well out there, or at least maybe you're just going with the flow, going with the (laughs) flow of the energy on this planet right now, which has been really crazy and intense. Uh, How about those solar storms? Anybody else feel that? Um, I've taken a few weeks now, a couple weeks, I guess, to have a little bit of break of a break from podcasting to integrate kind of everything that's happened in the past year for me and that journey I've been on. Um, and I have, I've had quite a few, um, breakthroughs actually that have kind of led, led me to a, a place of, um, understanding, my own healing better it's been very eye-opening and also understanding what it is I do and the the importance of that in in the the human space here so I know that's all very vague and cryptic (laughs) Sorry about that. So I'm I'm gonna actually, I guess I'll just I'll just tell you the story. Um, we'll just start there. How about that? And I'm going to try to not be too worried about being perfect, um, as I'm kind of rambling on and on as I do. So, a you guys know <laughs> by now. You probably that I have been, I've been struggling a lot with burnout. Um, after this past year was, it was just, it was really kind of crazy for me when it comes to work and life and, um, just really going headfirst into the human experience (laughs) and, um, focusing on kind of making my my life more congruent with my my desires, my needs and who I am. Um, and you know, I've been I'd been running up into this wall for a while, which was this this burnout. And I could not figure out why what it was or why it it's um the way it feels in my body is um and this really started intensifying over the summer um when all the like earth council drama went down and I kind of pushed myself beyond my nervous system's 
capacity at that time. And um, what it has, it's taught me a lot now that I've, I've kind of put things into new perspectives here. So the way, uh, the way it, it feels is this kind of always my nervous system being dysregulated, um, always at a low level. (laughs) <laughs> like it's always at like a two or a three and uh, a feeling of dysregulation. And when I say dysregulation, I mean like um, un, like not safe. And that's how it feels. And it feels like I'm pretty good at naming emotions. I'm still learning how to name sensations in my body, which I will get to. But it, it um, you know, feels like panic dread impending doom maybe um and i feel it in my chest like right up high near my neck and i also sometimes i i feel it or maybe it's a different sensation um in the back of my neck that one's that one's a little bit different but i it kind of it got to a point where Anytime I would kind of like open an email or open up my Instagram or um, turn on my computer, then I would feel this huge, is like a tsunami (laughs) of that feeling of panic and dread. And it would be, you know, it's like I could intellectualize it. I could understand, hey, this is, you know, I'm just feeling dysregulated right now. This is a feeling that I'm experiencing. Um, but the only way I I knew how to move through it was through just continuing to intellectualize it, right? And, and basically brute force <laughs> would be like, okay, well, I, you know, I have to go in and, you know, read my email from my bookkeeper. Um, I just have to force myself to do it. And that over time created kind of this like negative feedback loop where anything kind of associated with, um, with work or there's certain other things are tied into it too, like work, money, stuff like that. I would hit this wall and eventually this is where the burnout came in. It got to a point where I was exhausted all the time because of how much energy I was putting towards just like powering through these feelings and sensations that were coming up that were very, very, very uncomfortable. Um, And it, it, um, you know, I didn't know what to do with it. And it's not new. That was the other thing, is that it it wasn't new. I've experienced this um, at different points of my life, always when I'm kind of in in burnout, 
and it kind of cycles through. And in the past, the only way for me to kind of, you know, get away from that and move through it or stop stop the neural circuits from doing the thing, <laughs> the like nervous system activation, um, would be to either leave whatever situation I was in. Like, for example, if it was a like a toxic job or something, um, which didn't actually fix or solve any problems. Or, um, you know, when I discovered life coaching, <laughs> that was a way for me to kind of further, you know, several years back, further intellectualize what was happening in my body and just kind of learn how to, um, I guess, almost like gaslight myself into being okay with feeling terrible all the time. Does that make sense? And how awful that is to actually think about that that's, that's really what I did for a really long time. Um, and I learned, you know, I thought I learned how to feel my feelings through that, right? It'd be like, okay, I'm feeling a negative emotion. I'm going to allow it to be there as long as it needs to and not not be afraid of it, not try to resist it. So what that kind of did, it kind of, it had the effect where it worked for a while, but then, you know, what happened over the summer, it was really, it kind of unraveled all of that work that I did, but I didn't realize that it was not the work I needed. And um, so now I am, really, really understanding um, things on a new level here. I'm going to um, now go back to my story. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of reached this this point where it's like all I wanted to do was kind of sit on the couch and avoid feeling the way that I feel all the time. Um, and knowing that that is not the right way to um, solve anything. But um, not knowing what else to do and not having the energy to do anything else. And um, kind of brought me back to what I learned from... Um, about somatics, but I will, I'll get into that in a sec. So, um, a week or no, two weeks ago, was that one? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I happened to go to a, um, the local crystal shop where my, the owner's a previous client and she has the the best stuff in her shop and so I was I was in there kind of like looking for a pick me up on the weekend uh because I knew I should get out of the house and I went in there just to see if something called to me I had to uh get some more sage <laughs> anyway and 
while I was in there, I was talking to Elizabeth and um, she's, you can always go back and listen to her episode on, um, I can't remember at the moment what number it is, but it's about crystals. She's a crystal witch. She's amazing. And so I was, I was uh, chatting with her and she was like, oh, hey, you want to come? Uh, it was dead because it was, it was like 10 degrees outside for some reason. It was really, 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 really cold in Texas. And so there was nobody in the shop on a Saturday. And so she was like, you know, hey, you want to, you know, got anything to do? Come look at my, you know, some of these crystals that I have in this um, hutch. And so I had actually never noticed it or seen it before. It was at the back of the store. And she, she was just showing me all, like, all of her really big, cool crystals. And we were kind of nerding out over them. And she had a little um, thing of Moldavite, um, Moldavite pendants. If you don't know what Moldavite is, it is a notoriously powerful galactic stone. Um, and I have been wanting a, uh, like a Moldavite pendant or ring or some sort of jewelry for a long time. Um, and I'd been, but it's, it's hard, it can be hard to source unless you know who you get it from. Because, I mean, you unless you know where the person who has it got it from, if that makes sense. Because um, you can only get it from one spot in the world. I believe it's Czech Republic. Um, and it, it's it's this, it's like almost like glass um, in makeup that it, it was formed by a meteorite. Um and so it's got this very galactic energy and it is very, it's well known for, <laughs> not everybody can tolerate Moldavite because it is so, um, it can be so intense. <laughs> and Elizabeth was like, uh, I'm surprised you don't have a Moldavite already because um, because it is such a galactic stone um, and the, it's one of my favorite. I, I have a lot of Tektite, which is, um, it's like a, maybe a more chill version of moldavite um but i'd never had a moldavite before and been wanting one so i ended up there was one that called to me and i got it and um i decided to use it very intentionally it's known for basically fast tracking your healing um because of how how powerful it is you know whether that's placebo effect or not that's up up to you <laughs> to decide i personally don't uh i believe in it so you know intention is everything so what i what i did was i i s thought about okay how what what do i need what's my intention here like what i didn't know what i needed to do but i knew what I was seeking in the end. And um, so I asked, I kind of programmed it, you know, I asked it to help me restore my life force back. Because at the end of the day, that's just kind of what it's felt like is, is just um, like there's a disconnection, deep, deep disconnection to my life force. And I didn't know what was causing it or where, what was going on. But I knew that that was kind of the end result that I wanted. And I also knew that 
um, by doing that, <laughs> I was kind of asking for it as far as, um, you know, healing goes, that it would show me what I needed to see, which is not always pretty, right? And so long story short, um, I could, t- I could tell that it I've, has been, I've had so many <laughs> huge paradigm shifts and, and breakthroughs in the past couple weeks. I, I believe that also, uh, um, astrologically speaking, is helping to assist that for me too, because, um, Pluto just moved into Aquarius. So if you know anything about astrology and the planets and Pluto and stuff, um, Pluto is the planet of death, destruction, um, the underworld, the underworld, darkness, transformation, rebirth. And it's been in Capricorn for years now. Capricorn is, you know, very much about um, how to, the way I think of it. You know, it, 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 this kind of collectively, Capricorn a lot of times has to do with financial systems. Um, you know, things to do with like work productivity institutions, stuff like that. So by moving into Aquarius, you know, Aquarius is all about finding new and different and unique, um, maybe not so cookie cutter, forging new paths, unexpected solutions and it's it's also very much um tied into fresh starts right and you know if you think about the age of aquarius right i believe that started around 2012 i could be completely wrong with that but that's what's in my brain so (laughs) that's what i'm gonna say and so and it really also corresponds with this galactic cycle that we entered into in 2012 which is um, this more feminine cycle where the old masculine ways of the earth are starting to crumble, right? And we are now opening into a more awakening cycle. Um, and so I think it's just astrologically, everything kind of coalesced in a really perfect, perfect way. And uh, is supporting kind of the work, the work I'm doing right now. So, you know, I, I was, there were some things in my personal life, my relationship, my relationship with um, money, certain things like that, that really started to shift. Um, when, and I, I kind of realized um, how in incredibly, um, I don't know, I guess maybe I, I kind of saw, I saw the damage 
started to see the damage that had been done by me kind of overriding my own instincts and my own intuition and my own what my body was telling me in a lot of ways um which I'll get to more of but I started to see that I started to see that and then I actually started watching a show (laughs) sorry this probably feels like it's going in a million different directions uh but I I like is it that's just how my brain works sorry so um Everything's all connected. So I started watching a show. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I know I'm late to the party. I'm always late to the party when it comes to watching things. Um, But I started watching the show Beef on um, Netflix. And I kind of got through that in a few days. That was a wild ride. I know that came out, I think, last spring, maybe. Um, And it won a bunch of Emmys recently but it was it was actually I found it to be a profound um had a lot of ties to the as like a galactic blueprint for humans um how we kind of the work that we are doing on our planet right now collectively that we need to be doing to be able to integrate polarity um it's about I highly recommend watching it it's kind of dark. Um, so if you're not in the space for that, maybe, maybe not. It was a lot darker than I thought it would be. Uh, and it kind of it triggered this really interesting existential crisis. It, it, almost a little bit <laughs> for me. So, but, but basically, I don't want to spoil it, but it's about two people who basically are so different. So, so different. But at the end, who hate each other. Right? Classic polarity. Um, they hate each other so much they were willing to destroy their lives for that hate. And, um, but at the very end, spoiler alert, I guess I'm spoiling it, sorry. Uh, Skip this if you don't want to know. At the end, they end up actually, I won't tell you what happens at the very end, but at the end they end up um, actually like seeing the one in each other in a really, really, really beautiful way that really, really touched me and um, was just such an amazing metaphor for what we're going through on our planet as humans right now, where it was, there was actually a point where they were both kind of having like a psychedelic experience as they thought they were dying. Um, These two people who hated each other so much and they ended up actually kind of like in a quantum sense merging um, and becoming each other and because we're all one right we're all one here we're all the same soul looking through different sets of eyes and they actually finally broke through and saw that and how how like profound and beautiful that is and how that's what we need to do on our planet but anyway um the thing that it kind of brought up for me though was this this kind of inherent thing that they were struggling with which is like um, uh, running from the the this feeling inside that kind of kept coming up. And I was like, oh, I know that feeling. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but it but it was kind of 
um, they kept like alluding to it and coming back to it of this this feeling of just being um, in the ground, like this uh, dread or um, um, discomfort. And it kind of tied some things together for me where I was able to see like, okay, that's, I think that is kind of what's happening to me where you know certain things will when I interface with certain things like I mentioned it kind of triggers this this feeling and then it and then I don't know what to do with that besides just feel it and push through it or distract it and you know how as humans we kind of do all these maladaptive things to cope with with these feelings which a lot of times it might be like fear um or fear of not being a a good person and I think that that really kind of like hit me in a way so I ended up deciding um to do a journey um a mushroom journey which by the way I think it's looking like it's things are going to get more legal around here which I am um excited about um but Oh, and I found an interesting <laughs> loophole. <laughs> uh, in case anybody wants to look it up, there's in the United States, there's a religious freedom clause that you may or may not be able to use if you want to use um, psilocybin as a um, spiritual journey. So I'll talk about that more another time. <laughs> don't, don't go telling... You know, don't say Monet told you you could do this legally. Go look it up for yourself and <laughs> make your own decision. But, um, you know, I really think that psychedelic therapy is going to become more mainstream very quickly, very quickly. So, which is awesome. So I am, anyway, I did a, I decided yesterday I was going to do a journey. And um, now that you have all that context and backstory, <laughs> Uh, if you're still here so I so whenever I do a a journey I do them very very intentionally very it, it's it's medicine that is how I do it that's what it is to me it is medicine it is sacred and it is something I, you know I my old mentor Alexander I worked with him for a year on um you know around using psychedelics intentionally as medicine and um you know, it's not something, I personally don't think it's something to mess around with, though I do understand people use it recreationally, but that's not the way I use it. Um, so w when I do it, I always write, <laughs> this may sound silly, but I don't think it's silly. I always write a letter to the mushrooms um, because they're intelligent. And I ask them for, for what I need. What I need is not always, or what I think I need is not always what I actually need. But, but I asked, uh, I asked for for assistance, um, and what I got was not what I expected. But here's what I asked: I asked for uh, to help me kind of reset my brain, reboot it, release stuck energy and thought patterns. You know, because I was able to recognize that I'm just I've been kind of stuck in this 
you know, this uh, sympathetic nervous system response for so long, um, basically in a functional freeze for a long time. Um, and, you know, to show me what my healing is right now, to open my heart to deeper self-love, to help heal my burnout, to help me see the path forward, um, to help with the depression and anxiety that I've been feeling. And um, strengthen my connection to myself. Um, restore my life force. And um, help me rest. Help me know what I need to do to continue to heal my body. And... Um, so this was actually the very first time that I had a journey where I, it wasn't very galactic. Um, it, it was in ways, but it also wasn't. A lot of times I end up channeling um, during, a, during a journey. But this one was very, very, very different. Um, this one was all about being human. And it showed me, <laughs> it showed me where my work is. I will tell you, I think this is just a more advanced journey. I've never had one like this. Usually the theme um, and that I see a lot is kind of like connectedness, right? And I've experienced this many times. It's, it's always beautiful. It's connectedness. It's seeing the one and the all, you know, love, um, unconditional love from the universe, like that's usually kind of the the um you know that 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 helps reboot my brain every time so I was kind of expecting that um but this this was actually around shame which I realize now has been my blind spot this whole time um it it made it asked me to confront um the ways in which i have been i guess overriding my own um self my own my body's um needs because of the feeling of shame and toxic chronic shame that has been following me since I was very young and that the the thing that I experienced as panic and anxiety and dread and all of that that um, this is where I couldn't see and why I've been trying to connect the dots and figure it out and couldn't figure out what to do with it. But what I realized was that it's actually the feeling of shame. And that's what shame feels like in my body. Um, I've done a lot of work around shame actually back in 
I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe? Uh, maybe 15. No, 10. I don't know. <laughs> I started doing work around shame. Um, you know, I started, I read Brene Brown's book. Uh, I forget what it's called. I read it so long ago. It was like her first book about shame and vulnerability. Um, and I was able to intellectualize it, right? And it helped. And my my relationship with shame has been such that I thought I had actually done all the healing I needed to um, because I was able to intellectualize it. Um, and be in the mind, right? Where I was able to have awareness, I was able to become the watcher of the sensations in my body and which thoughts maybe and which beliefs were um, causing that. But there was still a level deeper than that that I didn't see, that I couldn't connect yet. Um, and this really all ties into the process of shadow work. You know, I know I've been talking about shadow work a lot lately. Um, but this helped me really unlock kind of this new level um, that I am finally understanding of what was kind of missing for me. Um, I, whenever we experience, I've been reading this book um, on healing trauma through the body. Um, it's a great book. It's called, uh, I'm, I'm going to forget. Call of the Wild by Kimberly Johnson. She's a practitioner I worked with uh, in the doula world a long time ago who does somatic work. Um, and she, her, her, it's a great book, but it's it all kind of connected some dots for me, which is that um, this, this shame, this chronic shame, this horrible, uncomfortable feeling that I've been feeling since I was a child, it, I've never learned how to feel it safely. So my whole life I've been running from it. And I was able to see it so clearly finally. Um, relating it to work, it, it would be, you know... I open up my Instagram or open up the email or whatever and that wall hits me physically and then of course if I don't know what to do with it or how to actually safely feel it and just try to intellectualize it, it doesn't ever complete that cycle. It doesn't ever get to the root, right? It just it just reinforces that cycle. Um, and the shame in general... What, if I'm going to relate it to work, um, is a lot of it is around communication. Um, I finally was able to see the common thread with all of it is that, um, and this has been, you know, this has come up over and over again in my life around communication. A lot of times it, it's tied to this, um, is that I... I'm really, I'm not perfect, far, very far from perfect, perfect. 
at um, at communicating, at getting back to people, at um, being. I I tend to like overextend myself, and then when I reach my limit of how much interaction I can take. Um, then I kind of like retreat <laughs> and hide and then that shame sets in, right? Um, and, and then the shame of like, uh, <laughs> like I'm going to let all these people down be, because I can't keep up with the amount of communication that I have to do with people. Um, and it's a, it's like a, very specific it's kind of like a trigger that's been there for a long a long time um and you know it came up over the summer i was triggered a lot by the the earth council stuff too um because it really you know that kind of is all that all i i really felt like i let so many people down with that over and over again and it's this feeling of letting people down really that's what it is but the trigger is like is communication um but the the shame in itself is around letting people down and I felt like I let them down I felt like I let my audience down I felt like I let myself down um and um you know because of lack of good you know lack of judgment maybe um and it that never you know I never I just kind of kept getting stuck in this this wall of shame constantly and now that I was able to kind of see the source it's like okay um now what I need to do is instead of just pushing through the shame which is making me more exhausted every single day I need to learn how to feel it actually feel it not intellectualize it but feel it safely so that I can unstick it <laughs> from within my body um and my nervous system and that is where that work is that's for me um it, it tied in a lot of other there are other areas of my life too um where I felt profound shame since I was a child and that was very very much highlighted in this um journey that's really what it most of it was about um which ties into um like having a body and sexuality and um my relationship with that and I'm not going to go deep into that here because it's kind of off topic a little bit um, from the content of this podcast. So I'm just going to table that for now. But there's a lot more there um, that is that it brought up, which was um, that it kind of caused a, this kind of like fracture within myself when I was very young. Um, and to kind of like... Um, you know, putting part of my myself locked away into a box, basically, that um, was very 
you know, I had this interesting relationship with myself in that way. Um, and navigating that and navigating <laughs> having a body and um, what that means as a human. I know it's very vague, but I'm going to table that for now. Um, but that's what the bulk of the journey was around. And it was actually what it, what it led me to. I'll tell you what it led me to was um, seeing the places where I really need to integrate my whole self, right? Instead of further compartmentalize who I am. Um, and part of that is is just becoming more authentic, I guess, um, with who who I am in my my muggle life I guess and how that ties into my spirituality um as well there um oh I was gonna say something what is it oh yeah um you know the the thing that really and this tied into and I'm sorry this is in so many different directions but it really all was connected um, it really tied into my shadow work practice and how I, I do that as well. Um, because I didn't realize I had another blind spot. This was another blind spot that the mushroom showed me, um, was this, this, um, fractured part of myself, um, that I need to integrate. And so, and what it, what it really, um, the way I tie it into the shadow and all of this stuff I've been talking about and is it, a lot of it ties it back into shame and um, who, you know, our shadow self is, you know, I, I've, I've had different, it's the parts of ourself that maybe we're not super happy about that we don't love, right? Um, but make us profoundly human. And we spend all this time running from that running 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 and trying to pretend it's not there this human side and really that is what it showed me where my work is 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 really grounding and rooting into my humanness and here's the moral of the story that really, this was what really, really, really um, broke open this new paradigm for me, which is I have been approaching my own healing journey this whole time. I've been on the healing path for a long time now. <laughs> um, I've been approaching it as trying to fix me, trying to fix myself, trying to fix my humanness, the things that make me human. And imperfect. Um, even in my intention, that was like the one of the first thing things I wrote. My intention with this journey was to to fix my brain, right? But that operates under this notion that it needs fixing. 
and that by healing we need to fix ourselves and become whole and become perfect. When actually what's needed is we need to be able to unconditionally love those parts without needing to fix them. And I knew this intellectually. I've been saying it forever. (laughs) I knew this intellectually. But I didn't know what that meant in practice and how to do it. And um, what I'm seeing for me is that what it is really about is bringing what's in the darkness into the light. Right? Seeing... Um, accepting the parts of myself that are really messy that I don't know if I'm ever going to fix. And if I no longer need to fix it, then, then I can actually start listening to what I need. Are you following me? <laughs> so... Something that I realized that I don't know how to do is how to self-attune. So, um, you know, I've been attuning to other people's nervous systems my whole life since I was a little kid. Um, I haven't talked extensively about my trauma, <laughs> childhood trauma on here. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll save that for another time. But, um, you know, I've alluded to it. But... I haven't talked a whole lot about it yet, um, but I, I have been, you know, it's like trying to be, I, what I learned for survival when I was a kid was how to be useful, how to, that's how I stayed safe was by being useful, emotionally safe. Physically, I was safe, emotionally not, um, well, usually, no, never mind. I take that back. <laughs> Not always physically safe. Anyway, a whole other thing. But the, it's very complex. But um, when you are so, only know how to attune to other people and what they need. Uh, you know, like as a, I was a parentified child. Um, then y- you end up, not learning how to attune to yourself and attune to what what you need so that looks like really basic stuff (laughs) in some ways right like I need to drink water or I need to rest today um I have only ever known how to see what everybody else needs. And so for me, part of this work is like learning how to attune to myself first so that I can learn how to feel shame safely and let it process through. Um, because I've been holding on to that my whole life, even in... Uh, I'm even seeing now how how that is um, how it affected my 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 health and my body for so long 
and I, I kind of knew it, but I didn't really see it. Um, even in, in my posture, right? When I was a kid, it was like, a, I just wanted to shrink as much as possible, right? Because I felt so weird and so different. Um, and so that became my default. And now, you know, I ha- I'm relearning how to carry my body in a different way. Um, so that I can actually have some sort of alignment. (laughs) Um, and I'm going to tie this in, um, I'm going to tie this into starseed stuff now. So, because it's all connected, you know, as humans, A lot of what's coming up on our planet right now and why everything feels like it's getting so much more chaotic and and crazy um, is because we, this is popping up for everybody in different ways. So, um, you know, my wounds are going to look different than your wounds. And um, so as just the human species... We don't know how to be human. <laughs> we don't know how to do it. It feels, uh, it, we, we have lost so much connection to our bodies and our nervous systems and ourselves as um, animals, right? But we live so much in our head. And um, you can really see that in wellness trends. You know, it's like all about mindfulness, and thought work. That's what I was, you know, sold that that was the answer to everything. But um, it's interesting. There's all, all these different, there's these different galactic themes. If you're a galactic nerd like me and, <laughs> uh, you know, it, other civilizations such as, um, you know, each, well, no. Okay, each civilization, you know, each species out there has had to do this work at some point has had to learn how to be in physicality how to be in third density how to have a body how to um not repress the shadow that comes with duality of polarity that we contain the light and the dark and so, um, you know, I see this happen a lot in light worker culture where people are so far on the side of love and light that they're just pushing down and repressing even more all, all the human stuff. But we can't run away from our humanness. And as starseeds, you know, we experience a lot of rupture. Um, you know, if we haven't had a whole lot of human incarnations or we have... You know, we're, um, we feel disconnected from, from our human selves, our human bodies. Then, you know, we end up, um, we suffer a lot more. We suffer more than the general public, I would say, because this is, because we feel that internal subconscious disconnection between um, our bodies and our species and 
who we are on the inside. And so that can create more disconnection. And so, um, you know, it just kind of creates these other layers, right? I've, I've talked a bit about how, um, it, how this is a common thing for star seats. It's, you know, physical issues, emotional issues. We, we need to learn how to be human while we're here. Otherwise, we are going to stay in this, you know, we're, we're not, we're not able to kind of do what we, what we chose to do, come here to do, right? If we never figure out how to be a human without suffering profoundly, <laughs> um, so that we can expand, so that we can step into our light and our darkness. Because as a human and as a, a physical being, that's going to be there. We can't run from it. That's duality. That is how this universe was created. We can't have light without dark. Um, and this, so basically, <laughs> basically in a nutshell, um, this all really led me to, to really kind of see the bigger picture. Um, I guess the microcosm and the microcosm, the, what this means for me as a human and where my work is needed and, um, how this can be used for good and for service to humanity right now. Um, how, when I say this, I mean how learning how to be a human and how to not push that away when we're a starseed and we feel a, a um, profound disconnection from the human species. How do we integrate our whole selves, including the humanness. I've been talking about this for years now, I guess, but <laughs> I feel like I finally understand it. Uh, I understand the how, if that makes sense. So that leads me to where I'm at right now at this very moment. Um, I hope that made sense. Maybe it didn't made sense to me though um I see what my work is and what I am seeing is that I have to be okay with letting people down and so um the way that I am going to learn how to feel safe in my body is by um landing the plane so what I mean by that is that um, I was talking to my business coach. It was our last session, actually, um, last week. And she's kind of going through a similar transition in her life and her business, just different. But um, she, but we have a lot of, <laughs> our journeys have been very parallel this year. Um, but she was 
telling me how she, you know, she said, you know, I'm the, (laughs) I really resonated with this. She's like, I have rebuilt the plane while I'm flying it so many times. And, but now it's time to land and rebuild it. And I, it just, that was a huge light bulb moment for me, which is that, um, for me, it's that I need to land the plane so that I can come to a place of safety within myself and my body so that I can continue to fly it. And um, instead of just trying to push through, push through, push through that wall of shame and dread all the time. Um, I need to learn how to actually feel that safely. And I think that that also leads me to the next, um, the next evolution of how I see my work fitting into the world. Um, which means that I, I might, (laughs) I might go on a side quest, meaning that maybe it's not even side quest. I don't even think that's what it is. It's just evolution, which is in, um, really exploring how, how we become human how we as these cosmic beings come into physicality as humans and how we navigate that Uh, and really uh, an emphasis on tying in all the aspects of the work that I do and really um you know, for healing, for good, for for inner work. And so what that looks like now, it doesn't mean that this iteration is changing or going away, but I'm pausing it. Um... And I will come back when I feel safe, when my, when my body feels safe and can actually handle it. And I'm also, even though um, that doesn't mean I'm taking a vacation, <laughs> I'm actually working on, um, I'm working on my courses and that new format, which I am it's been life-giving. It's been amazing. I have enjoyed creating so much. Just creating and taking my body of work and translating it into um, teaching. And it is... I, I'm, I'm so excited about what that's going to become and how, um, how it ties into kind of this new paradigm that I'm that I'm learning right now um because you know here here's where 
here's where it's uh where i see the evolution is that it's not um it's it needs to move beyond awakening and into integration we can awaken as a star seed as a cosmic soul but that's only that's just the beginning the rest is how do we integrate our humanness and our our um galactic cosmic side together for good for healing for earth so that's where i see myself um evolving and moving towards and it also you know it's it's going to be tied directly into the programs I'm working on right now. Um, I have a whole whole new perspective on what I want to add into Shadow School, which is what I've, I've been currently working on behind the scenes. I've been working on that. Um, I've got a whole, oh my gosh, I want to tell you, <laughs> tell you guys, I'm, I, I know I'm going to, I'm going to land the plane, meaning that I'm going to, um, take a take a little break from podcasting I don't know I don't think it's going to be a long break um because I can't help myself but I'm going to focus on integrating a lot has happened in the past year focus on integrating focus on my own healing focus on all the lessons and the wisdom that I'm learning in in that in moving towards that and um learning how to stop running from shame um and in doing that i want to just actually apologize <laughs> to to uh for the the thing that has been um the thing i've been running from for a while when it comes to work which is i'm i'm sorry that i am very spotty in my communication and my adhd and that is something that I'm realizing that it's not something for me to fix. It's something for me to attune um, to myself and my needs and see why and what's actually under that, underneath that, instead of just trying to be neurotypical or be consistent or be, you know, responsive, have 24-hour response time or whatever. <laughs> So if if um I'm not I have not ghosted anybody if you've DM'd me recently I'm just I'm relearning <laughs> how to feel safe in my body and um I I will be back and I'm um excited to see where this evolution is going because I think it is, um, I have a lot of ideas, but I want to make sure I fully integrate first. So we're pre pressing pause. 
and I'll be back. All right. Love you all. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. If you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.